here. And that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I'm your host, True Form's Drew Taddea, fitness expert. Be sure to find me on Twitter at Drew Taddy at True Form Life. Check out our True Form Life Facebook page, and you can check out our website, trueformlife.com. What do we have going on for you today? We have a quick and easy chili recipe. I'm talking about injuries, and I have a book dedication coming out. So that's all coming up right now on... This is Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Taddea, fitness expert on 96.5 CKFM. Many days we feel as if we don't have time to cook or eat healthy. I want to offer you a quick and easy chili recipe anyone can make in a minimal amount of time. One of the best things about chili is, after you prepare it and throw it in a pot, you can let it sit and slowly cook throughout the day. What's great about cooking chili is there's no specific order or amount of anything that needs to be followed. It's all going to be cooked together, so there's no need to fuss with cooking something first or last. You can chop up whatever size and amount you want because it's all about preference. If you like garlic, add more of that. If you like green peppers, then add more green peppers. You get to be the artist. First thing we're going to do is find some vegetables we want to throw in. It's always a good idea to have vegetables in the fridge because of times like this. Another reason cooking chili is convenient is because you can put anything you want in it. If you have veggies that are going bad or aren't going to last much longer, go ahead, chop them up, and throw them in too. For whatever reason, mushrooms make the difference for me. I love the flavor mushrooms give off. Did you know you can actually peel mushrooms? It's true. There's a thin layer on the top that peels right off. So wash, then peel the mushrooms and chop them up. Green, red, orange, whatever you have, whatever you like. Dice up some peppers. Throw them in the pot as well. Onions, zucchini, celery, it doesn't matter. I always choose whatever's in the house, so get creative. You never know what you'll like best until you experiment and try new things. If you're a meat lover, I suggest lean ground turkey. It has less saturated fat and is a better option overall than beef. Spices and herbs, again, depend on your preference. Look for chili powder to spice things up or fresh herbs like parsley or cilantro. Each one of these herbs will give your chili a new twist. So again, don't be afraid to experiment. All the herbs mixed together with different food taste differently, so you don't know which combination you'll like best until you try it. I would suggest adding some sea salt and ground pepper. They both give the chili a nice base flavor. And don't forget about beans. Kidney beans are a staple in a good chili, but there are other beans you can add as well. Chickpeas, black beans, lentils, Add a variety of beans to change the flavor and add nutrients. Be sure to rinse your beans if they're coming from a can. That's pretty much it. Cooking and eating healthy is more of a mindset than anything. It is possible to change the way you eat. You can't afford it, and you do have the time. First of all, you have to believe these things, and then you have to take action toward them. Take one small step today. That's the most important thing you can do. I had a good question the other day, and I wanted to answer it on the show because it comes up a lot. The question was about pain that came from nowhere. Believe it or not, this happens a lot. And I'll tell you why I believe it comes up shortly. Many times we're working out or being active, whether it's casual exercise, a sport, or something more intense. And for no reason at all, or seemingly no reason at all, we get a pain somewhere where there wasn't a specific action that triggered it. The truth of the matter is, sometimes there really is no reason for something like this to come up. It could be a twist or emotion that didn't align properly. It could be a weak area on your body that just happens to act up at this particular moment. 
or it could be something entirely unrelated to either of those, which would lead me to stress. I really believe anything that shows up externally starts internally. We don't realize how much stress affects us. In a case like this, I believe there is or was something stressful we didn't deal with, and now our body is trying to release it in some way. So my first thought, when someone comes to me with a question or a problem like this, I wonder what goes on internally to cause this kind of stress on the body. I also wonder if there's any problems at home. I should note this isn't conventional thinking. I wouldn't say to just anyone, how are things at home? <laughs> That's more personal than I get into with someone I don't know. A client or member I've been working with for a while usually knows I believe in both the mind and body. So for me to bring up something other than exercise isn't off the wall. I also believe that most people in the industry try to fix problems externally, which have absolutely nothing to do with anything on the outside, which is why many times rehab or sports medicine doesn't work. Whatever the problem is, it needs to be addressed internally and let go of before the actual pain on the outside goes away. Some people know exactly what I'm talking about and others think I'm out to lunch, which is fine. I've never been a conventional thinker. However, I can tell you from my athletic experience, every time someone was hurt or injured on the field, you could always look back and link some sort of emotional problem. I thought these thoughts long before I started teaching or talking about them. You'd find issues at home, whether it would be with parents or siblings, girlfriend issues, and then when I got higher up, there was stress when someone wasn't playing well and their job was in danger, or when management wasn't happy with someone. Every single time, injuries and emotions were linked. So you can take that for what it's worth. So that's the truth of it. That's how I really feel about injuries or little issues that come up on our external bodies. I don't think much of anything would do a lot of good if we don't address our internal issues. And there will come a time when the injury gets worse and it really will become an external issue. I say that because when some sort of injury comes up, out of the blue, it usually disappears in the same fashion. We don't even know it's gone. Then think back and try to remember why it went away and how you got to it. If we don't deal with internal issues and the problem gets worse externally, there will come a time when we've done so much damage to the outside of our bodies, we will need to rehabilitate once we've been able to heal internally. I like to recommend the elliptical because it's much easier on the joints than pretty much anything but swimming. And you can get a great cardio workout in without putting much wear and tear on your body and most importantly, your injury. The other action I usually recommend is swimming. We don't swim nearly enough and don't understand what a great workout swimming can be. First of all, there's pressure all around our body, meaning each muscle, each joint and limb, which again means every movement we make, there's resistance, strengthening even the smallest muscles. It doesn't feel like those big muscles are getting much of a workout, but trust me, they are. Swimming is great for strengthening injuries because of the light, constant pressure water offers. If something is bothering you, it's always a good idea to spend time in the water to help it improve. I never tell someone to stop doing what they're doing, unless of course it's a real injury, meaning something is broken, ripped, or torn. If it's not serious, like we're talking about, we don't want to break the momentum we have. We don't want to take a step back from the results we're getting. And most importantly, we don't want to snap ourselves out of the routines and habits we've worked so hard to form. Forming a habit is one of the hardest things we can do when it comes to exercise and nutrition, and it could be the most beneficial. We all know what it's like to get up and go work out without thinking about it, just as we know what it's like to get up and hate it and either go anyways or think of an excuse why we don't go and exercise or make a healthy breakfast. So by all means, don't stop. Do everything you can to keep your momentum and hold on tightly to those few habits you're enjoying. So when it comes to injuries or something that's bothering you, look internally first and address it. It could be something very simple that could be fixed with an email or a phone call. Don't put it off because this is or will cause more problems than you want. And by all means, don't break whatever habit you formed 
Do everything you can to hold on to it. Look for other ways to stay active and eating right, whether it be in the pool or changing up your cardio. More times than not, these little kinds of injuries disappear just as quickly as they came. Exploring mind and body with True Form's Drew Taddea would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Gidsbury, CLC Fitness Center, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart. Working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, Drew Taddea, or how to become a sponsor of Exploring Mind and Body, visit trueformlife.com. As most of you regular listeners know, my detox book is coming out right away, which can be found at completetruthprotein.co. I've been talking about it for a few weeks now, and the time is finally here. I received the proof, it's been approved, and will be printed in a very short time. Something I put together which I wanted to share on the show is my dedication page. A lot of time and effort goes into a project like this. So the dedication, along with acknowledgments, means something. They do to me anyways. My dedication reads as follows. To my incredible group of True Form Body Fit members, they've shown me through their commitment and dedication to the classes, themselves, and the group, change is possible, not just in a workout, but in a lifestyle. With our long-term support, the things we've been able to accomplish together is a testament to each and every one of them. Your support means more than I can say. True Form, this book, the changes we've made, and the lives we've been able to positively influence would not be possible without you. Thank you all so much. It wasn't that long ago, I didn't know what I was going to do. I knew I trained before, and I knew I needed a job. I specialized in personal training. I don't know exactly what gave me the idea to start classes, but I don't suppose any of that matters now. It's not easy starting from nowhere. In fact, it's downright scary. How embarrassing is it to stand in the field waiting for people to show up? I can tell you for two weeks I stood there, and not a single person did. Then a past member finally showed up. Thanks for that, Crystal. And then a business signed up. Thanks, Shelly. When I first started, I contacted just about every fitness instructor I could find at the time and came up empty-handed. I knocked on more doors than I could count of local businesses trying to get employees involved before Kids Matter signed up. I don't know what kept me moving forward. I can tell you what Anthony Robbins would say. He'd say I turned my should into a must. Not intentionally either. That's the way it was. And that's how you really achieve something. The fact of the matter is, I didn't have a choice. I didn't feel I had another job as an option. Going back to construction, what I did as a kid for the summer growing up wasn't going to happen. So I knocked on more doors. I read marketing books. I put up flyers and signs. I made a decision I didn't even know. I decided I was going to run classes no matter what. If one person showed up, great. I'll knock on more doors the next day. If three people showed up, great. I'll send more emails that evening. And that's how it went. That's how I got started. I do all kinds of fitness things now. And fortunately, I get to go to appointments because people book them now. What it comes down to, I started from nowhere. I didn't know many people in town. I didn't have connections or much help. And I wasn't willing to work for a gym or anyone else. I may have took the road less traveled, but I'm here nonetheless. And a big part of that is because of those few that showed up. More so, the ones that stayed. But nonetheless, I'm where I am today because people believed in me. They believed in what I was about and what I was offering. That means more than I can say. A lot of people think I helped them, but they helped me too. I've never not benefited in some way from someone I worked with. I always learned something. Those people that started out with me and those people that remain working with me, along with those that join, make this all possible. They helped me believe in myself and helped me understand together we can change lives. They encouraged me to reach more people, which is why I'm on this show right now. And they keep me moving forward through the rough days. And believe me, 
there are rough days. A lot of people were asking me for meal plans because of the growth of classes and business. So I decided to sit down one day and write a two-week plan. Then I added some more information and it snowballed from there. I couldn't stop adding. From 15 pages to 152, it's been a long process. I almost can't believe it's here. I'm not sure if someone could really understand how difficult writing a book could be at times. So much emotion goes into it. So much time and effort. For it to come to fruition right now, it's almost surreal. I sit here looking at the book and try to rationalize. This book came from nothing. It was only a thought, an idea. Something to answer the questions presented to me. Something to help others learn to eat better. It was meant to be a solution for those in need. And now I sit here and look at it, and it's all very real. It's hard not to think about where it all came from, where it all started. It was only about a year and a half ago this health journey began for me, and I really started getting people together. It all started with an idea and a belief. A belief I could achieve what I wanted, and a belief for those who believed in me. This book, my dedication is to each and every one of you. Thank you for making this possible. I want to talk about why money and commitment go hand in hand. Because in my field, they almost always go together. Although we don't always know it. If you're going to pay for something, you're going to be committed to it in some way. If you're going to pay a lot of money for something, there's a much bigger commitment, which usually means there are more money shared. Unfortunately, we put such a high value on money and how much we're spending. Money holds us accountable to just about everything. If we spend a lot of money, our expectations are raised on the quality of whatever it is we're spending money on. Let's take a TV, for example. If we spend a lot of money on a TV, we expect that TV to last. We expect it to work. And we expect the picture to be clear. Now, we all have different expectations. Just as we all have different amounts of money, we believe is a lot or a little. A billionaire probably doesn't think $100 is a lot of money. And someone living in the streets will be pretty excited if they came across 100 bucks. As you can see, everyone's perspective is different, which means if we purchase a service, everyone wants something a little different. Some people are okay with cheap products, but they want it now. Some people are waiting to wait a little while, but they want a good quality. And then there are those that want it all. More times than not, you're going to have to be willing to sacrifice one of the three, being price, quality, or time frame. When we look into the fitness and nutrition field, there's a wide array of people for what they're willing to sacrifice. Many people just starting out aren't willing to sacrifice time, which is a major obstacle. Other people aren't willing to sacrifice money, which means there's a chance they aren't being efficient with their time. And some people are happy to show up, not willing to sacrifice effort. If fitness goals aren't being achieved, more times than not, something is not being sacrificed that needs to be. Getting back to money, commitment, and now sacrifice, it seems like more money a person spends, doesn't matter amount, whatever is significant to that individual, the more committed a person is and the more they're willing to sacrifice. Now, of course, this isn't everyone, but there's a very good chance this actually is you and you don't know it. How come drop-ins don't work for fitness classes? Because there's no financial commitment. If you haven't paid your money and there's no risk of losing anything, then when motivation is low, you won't show up. How come a lot of people don't make time to eat, but they always make time for an appointment concerning work? No financial commitment. How come some people show up to a trainer's appointment or go to the gym after they've purchased a month membership? It all leads back to financial commitment. Yes, of course I know some people buy memberships and don't show up. Gyms wouldn't survive without them, which is why you either have to sign up for a year in advance or they offer a great price if you pay for long-term upfront. And no, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with these people. Sometimes there are extenuating circumstances and sometimes we haven't yet found what really motivates us. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with us, which is another good point. The type of person that pays and doesn't show up would consider a person fortunate 
if money motivates them to show up to put in work. Money is money. It's a possession and a material object. I don't have a real solution here. That's how people are. I wouldn't try to change them, only offer advice. I'd suggest you find out what motivates you, what makes you accountable and committed. What is it that'll make you sacrifice whatever it is you need to help you reach your health and fitness goals? Everyone is different. If it's money, make a financial bet with someone. Make it public you'll donate $5 for each pound you lose, if that makes you happy. Do something, anything, to get yourself moving, motivated, and accountable. Let's start putting our health first. And together, let's find better ways to stay in the gym instead of the drive-thru. True form life. All right, that's all we have for you this evening. Be sure to tune in next week, same time, same place, for some more health and fitness tips. I'm Drew Tadia, True Form's fitness expert in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. For more on True Form's Drew Tadia, visit trueformlife.com or call 403-510-4915. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.